This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA Media. I wish, in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, welcome. Uh, Thursday, the 26th of January, in the year of our Lord, 2023, it's the late afternoon and early evening uh, edition of the war. We want to thank everybody. We've got O'Keefe, Gorka, Epstein, Boris, uh, um, Mike Davis, and Dave Walsh. It's uh, Murderer's Row this afternoon, and that's just the 5 o'clock show. 6 o'clock, uh, Royce White. we got Frankie Stocks from National File, uh, Natalie Winters. Dr. Bradley Thayer. So we are jammed for the next two hours here. I want to start with uh, Matt Brainerd. By the way, Blockbuster, I don't think we have it booted up yet, but Charlie Kirk on Real America's Voice, Blockbuster News today. Ron DeSantis came in hard uh, for Harmeet Dillon to be, um, he says, time for a change at the RNC. He threw his weight in and back of it. And I can tell you because we've got Nicole Negrady and, um, and uh, Grace Chung, the Queen of the Trolls. Out in um, out in Dana Point right now, and I can tell you that has led to turmoil <laughs> at the RNC. I want to start with Matt Brainerd and ask Matt. Matt was actually here yesterday while we had uh, Kent Joe Kent in, in the war room. Matt, I read this piece, but what uh, you know, I didn't really realize the depth of it until talking to Joe. Uh, the RNC, and you're talking about change. You had this piece; it's now up on War Room. It's it's quite incredible. Um, Talk to us about why there's change needed at the RNC and what happened. Joe Kent lost by what a thousand votes or something like that. It was, you know, un- close to one percent or under one percent. I mean, it's it is a crime that he's not in Congress. We we needed that young man uh, more than anything. Uh, what happened in the RNC? What happened with the RNC in this campaign? I think there were eighty thousand identifiable uh, uh, low propensity voters, Trump voters who would vote with Trump on the ticket, but you got to really work to get them out in the midterms, and you guys couldn't get the uh, couldn't get the resources from the RNC. And this is in the it's going to come down to a couple hundred votes. You couldn't get the resources uh, because of uh, something to do with consultants and who who you're using and your vendors. Uh, walk us through that because I think the audience needs to understand what's really at stake with this RNC situation out in Dana Point, Matt Brainerd. Right. So what's important to understand about Joe Kent's race in Washington state is that it's a place where ballot harvesting is legal. And that means that your field program is essential to victory in a competitive race. And we were getting down to the wire in Washington state. And we had identified, as you said, 80,000 pro-Trump, pro-Kent, reactive Republican voters who are just going to vote straight to Qadar, but they are not engaged enough. They don't watch War Room. They don't they don't know that they have to return a ballot or even that they're having an election. So it's important that we have a field program that can knock on these people's doors and get them to return their ballots or return their ballots for them. And we turn to the Republican National Committee who is funding field programs in other parts of the country and ask them, hey, can you help us with a field program? 
And they said, no. And I said, why? And they said, because you're not using our free voter data and associated apps. You've decided to go with some third party solution. And I figured, well, this was because they want to make sure any data we collect goes back into their big system. So it's not lost. So it can be used in future elections. And I said, well, oh, we'll give you back all the data you help us collect and all the data we've collected in total. So you don't lose anything. And the answer was still no. It is our policy, vicious compliance policy not to support field crow programs that do not use our in-house preferred vendors for voter data and for apps. Now, you might have, this actually kind of picks at a much bigger problem, and that is that, well, if they're offering you free voter data and free apps, why are you paying money for a third-party vendor? And what this piece gets at is the systematic failure of the Republican National Committee on the nuts and bolts side of elections, specifically voter data and targeting and fundraising where our candidates are vastly underserved. The truth is that there's no limit to what the Republican National Committee can do to help our candidates if they don't care about taking care of their friends who are consultants and don't care about a profit motive. But unfortunately, they've consistently put their relationships with consultants and profit motive for those consultants ahead of helping our candidates. And the reason I wrote this piece is because before the RNC is the opportunity to make a change. Now, I brought this concern in front of the current chairman, Ronna Romney uh, McDaniel. She ignored it, and then she told a closed-door room of RNC members that there was no problem. But when I raised the issue with uh, Harmie Dillon, she got it, she understood it, and she wants to do something about it. It's important that people understand just how badly served our candidates are by the RNC. So I'm going to give you a very small example, okay? When you donate $100 to a candidate through WinRed, if the RNC really cared about helping our candidates, they'd have a platform where the fee would be around 25 cents on that $100 online credit card contribution. Unfortunately, because of the way they built it through their consultant friends, it actually costs $4 taken right out of that contribution. And even worse, much of the time when you're getting an unsolicited solicitation for a candidate you haven't donated for, uh, before, either through text or through email, and you click that link to donate, what you don't know is that as much as 90% of that contribution is immediately taken away by the fundraising consultant who owned the list who sent that email out and doesn't actually go to the candidate. So you give $100 to a, consultant, uh, to a candidate that you really like, maybe only $6 actually goes to them. And I think that it's, it's fraudulent to not reveal those percentages that don't go to the candidate. And the RNC could be building a much better system where, again, rather than $4 on every 100 on the transaction, it's just 25 cents. And rather than paying 90% to a uh, rev share consulting company, instead, you're just having candidates share lists that they own with each other. So they're helping each other raise money rather than helping consultants get rich. And that is a fundamental problem with the RNC. It's they're holding our candidates back. And just think about how many candidates lost this last cycle because they didn't have the resources they needed or because on the voter data side, there's they were stuck with voter data where their mail bounces or the phone calls don't go through. And you talk to any county party chairman across the country and they will tell you how bad the RNC data is and how bad their designated apps are. I had one governor's race where they were using RNC data and they had about 60 percent phone penetration because the phone numbers were so bad. We switched to a commercial alternative that really wasn't that expensive and it jumped up to 80 percent.
Those are the margins that make the difference in terms of whether or not Republicans win or lose. And it's the RNC's failure and the systematic nuts and bolts issues that aren't very sexy. You don't hear about them in the media. I'm sure this is the first time many of your people watching the show have heard about this particular problem with the RNC. But in terms of voter targeting and apps and fundraising, they are failing our candidates. And it's time for it to change. And now's the time for it to change, preferably tomorrow with the with the new vote for the new chairman. This is this is kind of get to the thing itself. I want you to very slowly go back through that, hit the high points. This audience has to understand this. Go back and, and just walk through how the system's set up today and how it is not there to essentially help the candidates. Right. The RNC has designated a firm, which is actually run by an RNC member, or they call it data trust, which manages our voter data. This is vastly inferior to other options that are available, and our candidates are depending on it because they're strong-armed into using it at the state party level, at the local level, and at the campaign level. Then on the fundraising side, we have an incredibly inefficient fundraising operation in WinRed that is costing our candidates way more than it should and is giving uh, third-party consultants the opportunity to basically uh, embezzles tremendous amounts of those contributions that are meant for campaigns. The RNC could solve this problem. It could give us the, the it, there's no limit really on how good our voter data could be and how efficient our fundraising operations can be. But because they are tied up with RNC members who run these organizations, who have a connections to them or consultant friends, we're stuck with this incredibly inefficient and counterproductive national party apparatus that is failing our candidates and costing us elections. Embezzle is a tough word. Is it just that the structure – because Pat Cadell used to always tell me, he said, look, we drove basically the consultant class out of the Democratic Party decades ago. You guys basically have always had the consultants run the Republican Party. Is it just economic structure? Is it really embezzlement? Is that just the way that's – because that's a harsh term. Is it, or is it just the way that the economic structure is set up around, uh, around uh, these consultants? When you see a candidate you like – and you get an email that you didn't solicit saying, hey, help this candidate, make a contribution, click this link, and you give $100, and you think you're actually giving $100 that to that candidate, but 4% goes off to WinRed, and 90%, upwards of 90%, goes to a fundraising consultant, I would call, and it's not disclosed to you, I would call that embezzlement. And I would say that the RNC facilitates that when there's alternatives, such as creating a common market for candidates to share their lists that do not take that amount, take that amount of money or hide the fact that they're taking that amount of money. It's, it's, to me, it is, it is criminal. And it, it would pay me to have to look a donor in the eye and say, hey, you, you work really hard, especially in this economy, to make that financial contribution. You did it through WinRed. And guess what? Only six of those $100 went to your candidate. It's unconscionable. I can't, I can't imagine trying to look a donor in the eye and tell them that. And it's, it's incredibly dishonest. And it's something that the party has the ability to fix. And with the right leadership, it can fix it. If the if Act Blue is the counterpart to Win Red, correct? And Act Blue's Act Blue's uh, economic structure are the same fees taken out? Are they comparable? Or are they, they they do it for the four cents that you talk about instead of the well, four dollars? The twenty five cents Red, versus the four dollars. Well, the rev share amount, how much their consultants take if there's an immediate split, auto split. I'm not a Democrat. I don't have access. I do know that the rate that the uh, that Act Blue. Co- uh, 
uh, takes on the transaction fees is comparable to WinRed, but it's not good enough to be just, in fact, WinRed intentionally matched ActBlue because they figured that's the most they could get away with uh, without being accused of, you know, taking too much. Because before that, it was actually higher than ActBlue's, people complained, so they made the same of ActBlue's. But the truth is, it can be so much less. Again, when you're raising millions and millions of dollars, you're having races decided as 2020 was decided by just a few thousand votes in a few different states. Those, that loss of 4% rather than a loss of 0.05 or 0.25% makes a difference. Every dollar counts. So that's why we need a party that is almost has a priesthood mentality of complete dedication to helping our candidates win with no intention of trying to make money for anybody. And that's really critical right now because it's not it's not good enough just to be the same as the Democrats. We've got to do better if, we've got, if we're going to beat them. And we do that by providing better voter data, better candidate support for that data, better apps, and a much better fundraising apparatus that will would be vastly less expensive than it is right now, vastly more efficient. And, you know, there's another problem with WinRed that we need to talk about. It's built on top of a woke tech company called Stripe. 98% of Stripe employees' contributions go to Democrats. And that woke company's mindset is why they were able to shut down Donald Trump's uh, win red tied stripe account after the 2020 election when he was wasn't, trying to raise money wasn't, to fight wasn't, 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 wasn't stripe 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 was brought in by kushner Why let's go ahead and play the DeSantos uh, clip i think stripe was brought in by kushner let's let's go ahead and play uh, the DeSantos clip and i'll get matt's uh, assessment who should lead the rnc and whether it should be rana for a fourth term or go a different direction with harmeet dillon what are your thoughts on this well we've had three substandard election cycles in a row, 18, 20, and 22. And I would say of all three of those, 22 was probably the worst given the, the political environment of a very unpopular president and Biden. Huge majorities of the people think the country's going in the wrong direction. That is an environment that's tailor-made to make big gains in the House and the Senate and state, house, state houses all across the country, and yet that didn't happen. And in fact, we even lost ground in the U.S. Senate. And so, you know, I think we need uh, a change. I think we need to get some new blood in the RNC. Uh, I like what Harmeet Dillon has said about getting the RNC out of D.C. Why would you want to have your headquarters in the most Democrat city in America? It's more Democrat than San Francisco is. A blockbuster today. Uh, Ron DeSantis comes out in uh, in backs Harmeet Dillon. It's it's caused Dana Point to go in total turmoil. We know we have That's... people out there. Uh, we've also talked to the Dillon team and to. Uh, to uh, Mike Lindell, your thoughts. We got about twenty seconds, uh, Matt. That that's some real leadership, and whether it's leadership on the level of Governor DeSantis or the grassroots in every party in every state across the country who are shouting to the RNC members, how could you possibly reelect Rana? For them to, if they, if any of them are yeah. thinking of reelecting Rana, I have to go Greta Matt, Thunberg's. Like, yeah. how dare you? We, how dare you? In the face of the base, yeah. we, aggressively we, having we, a preference. We've got to bounce, Matt. Well. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly $250,000. And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business church, or nonprofit, and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, 
you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. Hey, we have Clay Clark, uh, the head of the Reawaken America Tour. Hey, Clay, here's what I, I, I would propose. I want this audience, which is the most powerful audience in the grassroots, to what we like to do is have immersions, experience, and content. I would like them to be able to get access to all your content and then to make up their own mind. Uh, where, where do people go if they want to see, you know, because Joanne Reed and her guest are saying you guys are the most dangerous people in America uh, that you, you, you know you're, you're trying to destroy the country, uh, that you're really laying the ground for a, a new Cromwell, right? You, you're the worst, and all these uh, and everything you do at the Reawaken Tour is uh, you have dangerous speakers. You're putting out vile, I think they call it vile uh, misinformation. So I just want to make sure where do people go to actually see exactly what you folks have been doing on the tour and see the videos and see the talks and see the panels and all that. Where do they go and then. Where do they find out where the next one, if they want to come and participate and go to one for themselves and see, how do they do all that, sir? What we're going to do is, first off, everyone go to rumble.com and search for Thrive Time Show, and we put out all the content for free. So you can see every speaker, Eric Trump, General Flynn, Cash Patel, Stella Emanuel, the late, great Dr. Zelenko. You can see all their presentations, Jim Brewer, for free. Rumble.com, search for Thrive Time Show, Thrive Time Show on rumble.com. Second, if you go to time2freeamerica.com, time2freeamerica.com, we're taking the Reawaken America Tour to Miami to Trump Doral on May 12th and 13th, and we're taking the Reawaken America Tour to, to a Las Vegas, Nevada, on August 25th and 26th. Kind of view this as a reverse Davos where they might teach you how to reduce your carbon footprint, Steve. We're going to teach you how to increase your carbon footprint. We're going to have a great time and we, we make these events affordable for everybody. So we have scholarship pricing. So what does that mean? Steve, people can go to timetofreeamerica.com and request a ticket, but then we work with people to find a price point that works for them. Essentially, people can name their price. We don't want anybody to be turned away because they can't afford to go. So again, go to timetofreeamerica.com to see all the supporting data all the documents, all the patents that prove the Great Reset plan. And if you, if you want to watch the videos, just go to rumble.com, rumble.com, and search for the Thrive Time Show. And if you do mention promo code WARROOM, and I have no promo code set up with you, but if you just mention WARROOM when you buy a ticket, you'll be entered in for a chance to win a backstage pass to meet Eric Trump, Cash Patel, General Flynn, and Team wow. America. Again, just mention War Room when you buy a ticket, wow. and we're going to get you entered in for a chance to win a backstage pass. And, Steve, I promise for your listeners, they don't have to meet me. They can meet all the great speakers, and they can avoid me if they're scared of me and my perpetual energy. But we're going to save this nation. It's yeah. going to happen. It's the Great Reset versus the Great Reawakening, Steve. Clay, uh, thank you very much. We'll hold you there, I promise. No, just kidding. Uh, fantastic. Thank you so much, and thank you for the, uh, for the special deal for everybody in the War Room posse that goes and signs up. Uh, Clay Clark, thank you very much. General Flynn, I want to just pivot for a minute where I've got you because I know you're busy. 
of the 50th anniversary of the end of the Vietnam War, the treaty that, that ended it, but then we were still there until I think the last helicopter off was a couple of years later, and then the horrible killing fields in Cambodia and other places, Laos, uh, that, that lasted for you know a decade. Uh, give us your thoughts, sir, on the on this 50th anniversary of the end of Vietnam, and and and, and what what how should that inform the nation on the decisions we're making in Ukraine right now? And so, first of all, our military is is their mission is to fight and win our nation's wars, and we have forgotten how to win, Steve. We participate in many wars for for decades now, and we have forgotten how to win. For the Vietnam veterans that uh, are around today, and there are many of them, I just want to say I want to thank them for their service. I think the number was about 50,000 that were killed in action, and, and clearly tens and tens of thousands were, were injured either either through, you know, uh, I mean, just, just war injuries, the physical and also the emotional and mental war injuries. So I want to thank all the Vietnam veterans that listen to your show and listen to this broadcast for their service. I mean, when, when we left Vietnam, it was a... It was a really sad day for, for America. And then, of course, you, you mentioned the killing fields. That's under Pol Pot. And there were millions of, millions of people massacred. So now let's fast forward to where we are today. We just got out of, we just left Afghanistan. And there, is a, there are killing fields going on in Afghanistan today. And we, most Americans don't even know that we're still sending taxpayer dollars now to the Taliban to help them. So it's is insane. This is absolutely insane. We spent 20 years in Afghanistan. So let's fast forward to Ukraine. We are about to enter a war, and I still haven't heard this administration even talk about any vital national security objectives. I don't know what our objectives are. We are going to enter, we're going to creep into this war like we've crept into other wars like Vietnam, like Afghanistan, like Iraq, and we are going to turn, this is going to be turned into an absolute disaster. I mean, you can't send the kinds of weapon systems that we're sending to uh, Ukraine without putting boots on the ground. And this is just this is just more of the same. I mean, the 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 hundred and ten billion dollars with a B that we are giving to uh, Zelenko or Z- Zelensky there, I'm sorry, Zelensky over in Ukraine is just outrageous. I mean, if you took a hundred billion dollars and divided it by the four hundred and thirty five congressional districts in this country, that's two hundred million dollars per congressional district. I bet a lot of your listeners don't don't realize that kind of a stat and that kind of money could be flowing into this country instead of going over to Ukraine and into somebody's pocket. This is bad, Steve, for America. This is bad for the world. We are about to enter potentially World War Three. And the the the, uh, talk of nuclear weapons is absolutely outrageous. It is definitely on the table because we're hearing it from both sides, particularly out of our own uh, the current president occupying the White House talking about the use of nuclear weapons. I mean, this is bad. This is, I, I don't know what else to say. I, I do, I do want to leave you with that. Our men and women serving in the military, they deserve just, they deserve the best leadership that we can provide them. And particularly on the political level. And I just don't see that happening. And that includes both parties. There are, there are both parties and we have a lot of Republican senators that voted for this, uh, this bill going into this money going into Ukraine. And you've got, uh, senators like Senator Lindsey Graham that are pushing tanks, our best tanks. You can't just send a tank in there without training them, without ma- you know managing all that. So this is crazy stuff. Mike, if you have a second, if General Flynn have a second, let's play Tom Cotton. To that point, I got Steve Cortez, General Flynn. Let's play Tom Cotton on Fox News. 
Your response to the administration really defending this decision to continue to send in massive amounts of, of aid to Ukraine. Sandra, it's a welcome decision that President Biden and Germany have decided to finally provide these tanks to Ukraine, but it's long overdue. It also continues a pattern since before the war started of President Biden being scared of his own shadow, of declining the military support that the Ukrainian army needs, first to deter the war from starting in the first place, and then second to defend Ukrainian territory and to fight back against Russia's unprovoked <laughs> war of aggression. And it's really an admission of their own mistakes, not providing these tanks months ago, as you've seen time and time again for the last year, when the administration explains that some kind of weapon system or a certain kind of intelligence would be dangerously escalatory or provocative, mm -hmm. only to provide it months later too late for it to have been used to stop further advances or to facilitate further Ukrainian advances. So what we need to do to end this war, to stop it from being any more protracted or bloodier, is to back Ukraine's army to the hilt so they can defend their own territory. And Senator, it's Trace Gallagher. Just to, to kind of elaborate on your point there, what's happening in the briefing, and you may have heard this, the question was asked, well, what's next? What about fourth generation fighter jets? And he said, well, I'm not going to comment on that, meaning it, it appears that everything is on the table. And as you say, it was not to, we're not talking about that 11 months ago. And now suddenly we're talking about the possibility of more equipment going over there. Yeah, and Trace, in some ways, this goes back to the Obama-Biden era as well. You know, back in 2014, when Russia first invaded Ukraine, Ukraine pleaded for anti-tank missile systems known as javelins, and President Obama refused to give them. We started giving those under President Trump. Thankfully, that helped fend off the initial attack on, on Kyiv. And then continually over the last year, that things have been rolled off the table and then put back on the table. You speak about jets. If you recall, last February, the Secretary of State said that Poland could provide jets to Ukraine. Then immediately, President Biden intervened and said, no, that would be dangerously okay. escalatory. Okay. Mm -hmm. Those let, let, let me show you what the scam, the scam is. This is yesterday's Financial Times. Lockheed ramps up F-16 production as Ukraine allies debate sending jets without a purchase order. They're already ramping up the F-16 production. Already ramping it up. They know they're going to get this. This is, as Mike Flynn says, this is going to lead you to a ground war in your, a massive ground war because we're telling the Ukrainians we want them to pivot away from defending Bakhmut in these other cities in the east in the siege warfare. We're going to give them tanks. Uh, we're going to give them uh, combat uh, aircraft. We're going to give them missiles, all that. And we want them to pivot to maneuver combined arms, maneuver warfare to wait for it, retake Crimea. This is what Austin and Milley, and, and, and by the way, it's a thing in Politico. I've got it up on Getter right now. The Taiwanese are concerned because the production so far back on the M1A1 tanks that the Taiwanese who we have orders for think that the Ukrainian tank, they may take the Taiwanese tanks and send them to Ukraine. General Flynn, uh, we got about a minute, sir. Your assessment okay. of, uh, oh. uh, you know, the, the book on World War I was called The Sleepwalkers. Are we sleepwalking into World War III, sir? Yeah, so the answer to that is yes. I appreciate Tom Cotton's service to our military. You know, he's a, and he's a Harvard man too, right, Steve? So, you know, we have, people don't know this, but the depletion of our Javelin weapon system for our own forces, for our own capabilities, and for our own military is, is, at, a, is at a terrible rate right now. So, you know, when we talk about giving them tanks, jets, missiles, we've already given them missiles, the next thing, what, is going to be sending the 82nd Airborne Division, the 1st Cav. I mean, the, the Marine Corps, I mean, what is going to happen next? 
Tom Cotton, like many of the senators who are pushing for this thing, and on the Republican side, they they have forgotten what we just did in Afghanistan, which was a complete and utter disaster. We surrendered to the Taliban and we left our own, we left people behind enemy lines to fend for themselves. And we're about to go into Ukraine against a formidable foe in Russia. And, and uh, so, yeah, see, this is not good. We are leading ourselves into World War III. We are be- be- being led to World War III. Mike Flynn, how do people get to you? What's your social media, sir? GeneralFlynn.com. Just go to GeneralFlynn.com and and they can find out what I'm up to. Thanks, Steve. The most dangerous man in America, General Mike Flynn, in the war room. Short break. Cortez Day Brad next. Thanks to your support, Patriot Mobile has emerged as one of the leaders in the parallel economy, and they have big news. Patriot Mobile now offers services with all three major networks. This means if you're with the big three and like the service but hate their values, you can access them with Patriot Mobile. They also offer a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can switch between the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile. America's only Christian conservative wireless provider offers nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks. So you get the same great service while supporting a company that fights to preserve our God-given rights and freedoms. This new year, resolve to stop supporting companies that don't align with your values. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Just go to patriotmobile.com Bannon. That is PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call them at 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon, or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Patriots, how important is it to the citizens of the United States to restore American sovereignty and to once again guard the front door to our nation? Well, according to the latest polling out from The Economist and YouGov, it is the top priority for the incoming Congress. 66%, a huge supermajority, support increased border security. Again, a bigger percentage than for any other issue, including important ones like investigations and the economy. Only 22% are opposed to increased border security. This is very telling among the subgroups looking at strong approve versus strong disapprove of more border security. Even Biden voters are in favor by 19 to 15%. Among independents, a huge preponderance, 40% versus only 12% strong approve versus strong disapprove of more border security. This is an imperative and it happens to be politically popular. So House GOP, let's get to work. Okay, Steve Cortez, Tom Cotton, who's a good man, is sitting there talking about, you know, which will lead to hundreds of billions. Of, look, it's $9 trillion, according to Brown University, $9 trillion in Iraq and Afghanistan. And let's be blunt, they were not victories. Okay, they were not victories. Um, in, in Vietnam, incalculable, the, 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 the damage done to the American people, not just the deaths and the PTSD, but an entire generation. So... 
talk to me about talk to me about the border versus talk to me about the border versus. Uh, we lost him. Oh, we lost Cortez. Yeah. Do I have? Uh, we lost him all. Am I still up? Yes. Okay, fine. Then we can rock and roll. Uh, we lost our guest, but I'll talk here. In a, so, here's what's going on. This is an escalation that is uh, massive. This escalation is absolutely. And here's what we're talking about. We just. And here's what the scam is. We had, uh, you know, we're talking about these tanks. And we talk about tanks. It's just, oh, don't give them a tank. This is an entirely different type of warfare. It is a maneuver warfare. It's combined arms warfare. Uh, it, uh, it deals with, uh, with, you know, massive troop movements. And the Russians are not going to just give up. And so here's what we're doing right now. We're installing them with, uh, we're installing them with, um, uh, hang on for one second. We'll get to Ukraine in a second. The, we, we, we have an entire different type of warfare, and the goal is in the spring to have a massive assault on, uh, on uh, Crimea. Hey, if the Ukrainians want to do this, that's their decision, okay? They're, they're, they're their own country. They can call their own shots. If NATO allies want to support that or other allies, Ukraine is not an ally with us. And right now, as we know, NATO is not an alliance. It's a protectorate. They refuse to pay the, what they're supposed to pay, the 2% of GDP, which they agreed to back in 2014, 2015. Story out the other day, the British, can't, the British, which are arguably the strongest army of the group, can't put forward really one combat division. This is all going to be American money. It's all going to be American resources. You've got the 101st Airborne on the border of Ukraine right there in Romania ready to go in. Uh, they're they're expanding this to a, a massive, massive conflict at the same time. And this was in a, in a buried lead in a political story. The buried lead in the political story is that you've got right now Taiwan, which we must defend. Even if you don't believe in, in, in the moral obligation we have to Taiwan, let's say you leave that aside. That is Silicon Valley West. OK, the Chinese Communist Party understand this. They understand exactly what they've got to do. Do I have Cortez? Cortez. So Cortez, yes, you saw the Tom Cotton hit. You've seen yours about where the American people are, about the sovereignty of the country. Compare and contrast what's going on in the resources and focus on the eastern Russian-speaking border of Ukraine versus the southern border of the United States of America, sir, and our sovereignty. Yes. Uh, you know, this present situation is really illustrative of the massive gap, the enormous chasm between what permanent Washington prioritizes, okay, people like Tom Cotton, who unfortunately has completely surrendered on policy to permanent Washington. Uh, he was one of those Republican senators who joined Joe Biden just weeks ago to pass that omnibus monstrosity. He is now beating the war drums along with Joe Biden and Lindsey Graham to escalate in Ukraine. And in fact, in that clip, amazingly, claimed that Joe Biden is not escalatory enough. Okay, that is literally what permanent Washington globalist hack Tom Cotton now believes, that Joe Biden is not doing enough to instigate the conflict over in Ukraine and to involve America even further. But at the same time that that is going on, we do have a border crisis. It's not the eastern border uh, of Ukraine. It is the southern border of the United States, which is absolutely out of control. And according to data as compiled by the Daily Mail, as well as recent statistics from Customs and Border Protection, we now have over 6 million illegals, over 6 million that have entered because they have been incentivized and in fact invited to come into the United States because of Joe Biden. The American people recognize this, thankfully, are very aware that every town in America is indeed a border town. 
Um, and I should say, by the way, that Tom Cotton is not at all representative of his great state of Arkansas, a conservative, salt-of-the-earth state that believes in American sovereignty. Arkansas itself is not on the border, but it has become a border state. Every place has in America, unfortunately. And you know, that polling that I laid out there in the Chalk Talk shows that, thankfully, this is one of these cases in Washington, D.C., where politicians, Steve, can do the right thing and reap the political benefits because it's impre- incredibly popular right now. This polling just came out from economists in YouGov, and they presented a number of issues, and a lot of them critically important right, to people like us. For example, investigating the origins of COVID, uh, things like writing uh, the American economy, really, really important issues. But the most important issue when the American people are polled in this new survey, the most important issue is restoring the border, restoring the sovereignty of the United States. As I showed, even Biden voters, believe it or not, recognize that we need more border security. Among independents, it's absolutely a home run. And among Republican voters, it's practically unanimous that this is the imperative for the incoming House. So there's a lot of talk about the economy lately, and it's critically important. As you know, that's that's more my forte. That's my lane. But I don't want us to forget when, we, when it comes down to these uh, debt ceiling talks and when it comes down to the priorities for the incoming House. Economy is absolutely critical, but I think that border is even more critical. And as I've talked about and written about, those two issues are intertwined. They're conjoined in many ways. Inextricably linked. Let me bring in Benzman. Benzman, what's going on right now is the Biden administration, look at the polling the economists just did. They understand that the American people now, even Democrats and independents overwhelmingly, Republicans overwhelmingly, MAGA, but even Democrats understand the so- – and particularly Hispanics understand the sovereignty issue, what's happening with the drugs, with the crime, with the trafficking, the ch- trafficking of children out of control. You, you've called this, that they're going to hide this behind a new process that actually makes a superhighway and destroys our asylum laws also in addition – or even plays them worse than playing. But in addition, this is going to be a national security issue because actually who's coming across? Walk me through you later, sir. Okay, so one of the big selling points that the administration makes for this rechanneling through illegal ports of entry, people that were going to run over the border, is that, hey, listen, don't worry about it. We're going to vet uh, rigorously. They use the word rigorously vet the backgrounds of everybody who comes through this program. But the four biggest nationalities that they just added to the program are Cuba, Venezuela, Haiti, and Nicaragua. Well, three of those four are diplomatically hostile to the United States and vice versa. Uh, We are not going to be able to do security vetting using anything that they have. They are not going, in fact, quite the opposite. Those Nations are going to be happy to ship their criminals over our border and will do nothing whatsoever to help us filter out their worst of the worst coming from those. And the fourth one, Haiti, and these represent 360,000 in a year. Haiti's a basket case. They don't even have a database or a police force that can arrest criminals over there. The criminals run that country. So that's out too. And furthermore, those are just four of the countries we are uh, have been allowing for eight months people from Syria into the country, from Afghanistan, from all of the nations of the Middle East, and from Russia, crossing in from Russia. Does anybody think that the Assad government of Syria is going to give us an intel share? No. 
the vast majority of these people can't be vetted for security, and we are going to be importing they're, they're, a massive they're, stranger they're also, danger into on, this country. Hang on, hang on. But they're also dumping, they're opening up the prisons. This is what's happening in, in, in Venezuela, and you're getting the worst of the worst coming up here. They're going to open up the prisons and the jails, get them out of the country, and dump them into the United States. Todd, how do people get to you to see this latest report, the book, all your writings, where they go? Right. The piece where I'm pointing out this that this is absurd, the security vetting uh, promise, is at CIS.org under Todd Bensman. You can read most of my work there. And also just toddbensman.com, go there as well. And my book is overrun, coming out in just a few more weeks. It's unbelievable. Uh, Todd, incredible work. You've been ahead of this and on it, and uh, what you're doing is a great service to your country. Thank you, sir. Todd Bensman, CIS. Thank you. Uh, Cortez, let's go back to this for a second. Um, because it's it, – Cortez, here's the thing, and this is why the House has got to get on this right away. You agree it's getting worse and they're getting more blatant about what they're right. doing here on destroying this country through an invasion. At the same time, wag the dog. They're trying to generate, they're trying to gin up a third world war. There, there's no other rational way to look at this. If right. you took to Patton and Montgomery and even Churchill, who had this obsession with the Balkans, right? If you talk to FDR and General Marshall and all of them, Eisenhower, you pick them. If you said that we were going to get into a ground, we were going to send tanks to get into a ground war a couple of hundred miles from Stalingrad and, you know, five or six hundred miles from Kursk, where the biggest tank battle in history was, in, 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 on the Eurasian landmass, they would dismiss you in 10 seconds. They was not even up for conversation. We are driving. And remember, these people are not prepared. They're not trained for Abrams tanks or F-16 fighters. It takes right. the smart, look, we got the best military in the world, pound for pound. You, we are driving. We, the Biden regime, is driving with Tom Cotton and Lindsey Graham. And Lindsey Graham shouldn't be near Donald Trump tomorrow in South Carolina until right. he repudiates everything he stands on Ukraine. President Trump, Lindsey Herring, is over at John Solomon's on, on Just the News giving a magnificent interview saying President Trump's going to lay out tomorrow in New Hampshire, which we're going to cover here wall-to-wall on War Room, and we're going to stick around and do post-game commentary. He's going to lay out how, as a deal-maker, he would get him in a room and make a deal and call this thing off. Right. Cortez, as you hear Benjamin and you see what's happening in the prisons, you see who's coming up here, the national security risk, and how they're gaming the system, compare and contrast the wag the dog in the Ukraine, sir. Sure. No, listen, and the American people need to be very aware of this exact stark contrast that you're speaking about. And it's a very appropriate day to talk about it because it's the day when America effectively surrendered in Vietnam, right? A war that we got into supposedly by only providing advisors at first, okay? Talk about a slippery slope. Uh, Vietnam certainly was one. And I would argue that Ukraine is an even more dangerous one right now because it's a direct, at least in Vietnam, it was sort of proxy versus proxy against the Soviet Union. In this case, it's actual U.S. against Russia, what we might very well be, be delving into. But you know, regarding that contrast of not protecting our own border, uh, the 101st Airborne we've talked about has been deployed from Fort Campbell, from Kentucky and Tennessee, over to Romania, right on the border, okay, 
thousands of troops, and it's been announced that they are going to stay there for at least another nine months. Think of how dangerous this current situation is and the fact that we have forward deployed uh, such troops, the brave warriors of the United States, while at the same time not using those kinds of resources, not using the military, not being serious in any sense about protecting our very own border, which is being totally overrun. Steve, hang on for one second. Cortez, we're going to get Dave Bratt. we got more on this. we got the e- economics. We're going to bring Brother Bratt in. All of it. 11 o'clock hour, we're going to pivot. We're going to go to Dana Point. We're going to talk about the RNC, the race for the RNC. All next, only in the war room. A lot of people complain about the state of our country or the way woke corporations treat us and their employees. But it's not enough to complain. We need to change the way the marketplace works. And that starts with you and where you spend your money. In less than a year, Public SQ has grown to be the largest platform of patriotic, freedom-loving businesses the world has ever seen. Whether you want to support a restaurant that only buys from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never counsel you, counsel you for your political views, Public SQ is your guide. There's also interactive, sensor-free community groups where you can connect with other local members. Here's the best part. It's absolutely, totally free to join. Just go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Public, the word, the letters sq.com, and download the app today, totally free. Simply create an account and begin your search. You can also list your business for free, so your local community can start to support you. We can't always change the world, but we can change how and where we spend our hard-earned dollars. Begin your search at Public Square today. Go to publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Getter has arrived. The new social media taking on big tech, protecting free speech, and canceling cancel culture. Join the marketplace of ideas. The platform for independent thought has arrived. Superior technology. No more selling your personal data. No more censorship. No more cancel culture. Enough. Getter has arrived. It's time to say what you want the way you want. Download now. I would not rule out American troops on the ground. And I sure as hell am not interested in a nuclear war with Russia. First strike. First strike. These people are insane. You know, we don't rule out uh, first use nuclear. First use nuclear. They take about 30 minutes to reach their target. So do theirs. Right. This is not an exercise. Over 300 missiles inbound now. Do you know we don't rule out uh, first use nuclear? First use nuclear. How fast is this new Russian missile? Did you see that? Neither did I. You know why? It's so fast, 
Even the photographers don't seem to be able to follow this thing. That you had Democrats on the show right before me being quoted as saying we need to be tougher. I support that and I appreciate that. I think they they represent the fear that we have, the realization that we have in the Congress. Anyone who would propose or even consider what he is saying as an option must be insane, a sociopath, yes. or a sadist. Because let's just understand here. So he's saying, let's go and launch a nuclear attack that would start a war that would destroy the American people, our country, and the world, and also the Ukrainians, so that we can save Ukraine's democracy. Mr. President, the courage of Ukrainians presents us with an opportunity. As the war approaches its second year, Congress must once again lead the administration to ramp up military aid to Ukraine to drive toward victory. We should all want Ukraine to win the war. And lately with this nuclear war stuff, I have been having anxiety attacks. Uh, and I started having one start the last segment when I looked at the news and was about to cover it. I, I just couldn't do it because I have children and I'm pissed off. And there's a really good chance we're all going to die. And I'm I, I'm tired of this, and I'm sick of the New World Order, and I'm sick of the criminals that run Washington. <sighs> See, I'm sort of... And, and, and I'll tell you, it's because I'm not turning this desk over, and I'm not smashing stuff. Because that's what I really feel like doing. But instead of doing that, we need to just take a deep breath and just pray to God to cause a global awakening, which is starting to happen, and that we just have peace. Uh, Dave Brett, let me bring you in. One of the reasons in Vietnam that it uh, it it ended like it ended, we never really got focus on exactly what the objectives were and what we were there for. Uh, you're a constitutional conservative. <clears throat> you're a limited government conservative. Is it time now that the Republican Party must force the Biden regime to come to Congress and to lay out to the American people? exactly what the objectives are in Ukraine, what is our task and purpose in Ukraine, the amount of money we're going to need, the, the involvement of American advisors, maintenance, logisticians, uh, training personnel. And as Steve Cortez says, what in the hell is the 101st Airborne now in the second year of their deployment there on the border of Ukraine in Romania? Day Brett. Yeah, absolutely. And, and all the war hawks, right? If you're so confident in your position and uh, you're calling for tanks, uh, let me see the war authority put forward in the Senate with your name on it, right? So you can go down in history uh, taking responsibility for this and same in the House. Uh, so Speaker McCarthy, I give him plaudits the other day, man. He stepped up, up to the plate and uh, did some heavy lifting on the committee work. Uh, but uh, basically what you're asking for uh, fits across the board, right? We, the American people are due underneath our Republican form of government an explanation of, of what this war is going to achieve. Why, how does it put us in better shape? And you've been beating the drums, same thing on the economy, on the budget. Where are the numbers? Where's your plan, right? And so all these books called Sleepwalking uh, are right on target. We've been sleepwalking with the Federal Reserve for 30 years. I got a few slides if you want me to pop those up on the economy uh, that will result and show you that 50% of the American people are getting 3% of the economic uh, rewards uh, from our economy. 50% of the American people, the populace, are getting only 3% of the economic rewards from our assets on the, on the, on the, you know, the stock exchanges, the S&P 500, that kind of thing. 
And so, yeah, it's the same thing across the board. And then where's the plan on the border? Of course, there's no plan for the border. Uh, and so uh, that's up to the American people, right? So we got to flip it, right? The, 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 on the macro econ side, uh, the economists and the elites all just r- want to run a, a, a machine called the macro economy uh, because they don't care about you at all. They care about getting some output cranking uh, and then reaping the rewards through the stock markets and their timing uh, and the special access they have to inside information. They don't care about you. Uh, and so the grassroots, we need to take control of the economy. Uh, and it's on us, too. Right. That education is extremely important. How are your kids doing? Are you training them in? Or do they know history? Do they know the history of warfare? Do they know religion, philosophy, economics, engineering, technology? Or are they, you know, specializing in social media uh, and that type of thing all day, every day? We, we all need, if, if we have a revolution from beneath, right, from the microeconomic side, and we all engage and do excellent work in our small businesses, uh, we can take over the economy uh, just by taking over the economy. And we got to quit relying on the feds. Uh, and if you if you want to pop up a couple of those slides, I'll just go right no, to the t- end. T- t- hang, yeah. hang, 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 yep. hang on. We're going to go into the love. We're going to take a 90-second break and get to that. Uh, and this is what we're trying to do. We're demanding, and we need uh, the Warren Posse to step up here. The, the, the Biden regime has to come forward with their financial and economic plan. It's, they've taken an untenable position. No negotiation and a clean debt ceiling. That is untenable. That's what they told America. We're not going to negotiate, and we need a clean debt ceiling. I guarantee you, ladies and gentlemen, in this great fight we have ahead, have ahead of us, it's money good that the final deal will not be a clean debt ceiling, okay? Also, Biden needs to go to Congress and lay out the war plan in Ukraine. We need to see it, and we need to see it today. Short break. Brat Cortez, War Room, 90 seconds. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data while lecturing and laughing at you. I've got the solution. Unplugged Systems, a secure communications company, has an app suite you can install on any Android phone, including its own uncancelable app store, VPN, antivirus, and highly encrypted messenger better than Wicker, Signal, Telegram, or anything else. None of your message or VPN traffic is stored, analyzed, or sold. Claim your security for only $10 a month. Go to their website, unplugged.com. That's unplugged.com slash warroom to install the Unplugged Suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. 
You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.